You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. That guy, that guy right there. That guy right there. You, you know what I had a thought just now? What? Of doing this? Is it would be cool if we had like a, like a professionally done intro video. Okay. And, and we're playing the music. And I can't play music. No, I can't play music either. But we are playing like like a little that little banjo pick line that's in there. Nice. All right. <laughs> I will consider that. I will get a banjo. I think I have a banjo. I've never played it, but I have a banjo. Don't actually play it. Just pretend no. you're playing it. Although there nice... will be I don't think I don't I think I have a banjo. I don't think it has any strings. Even better, Just so you don't accidentally play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it has I been like a it. long week. I took a nap today. I know it's been a long week, dude. Yeah. All right. right. So, so Wednesdays have turned into my absolute craziest day. So we're gonna so we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do Tuesday then because I should have just Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights. All right. You ready? I'm ready. You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to The Swingdom. I'm Ben Ridner. I'm still an 11.4 handicap because I haven't played any golf that matters in about a month. Um, I'm, I've got some Cobra clubs. I'm going to have all Cobra clubs soon. Because I will be an unofficial Puma Cobra athlete. Totally unofficial. Yeah, totally unofficial. And I think athlete is probably also a stretch. A stretch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm here with my best golfing buddy, Gunner. Gunner is a 5.3 handicap. He's got some Cobras in the bag. He's got some other clubs we're not allowed to talk about anymore now that we are official. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. My whole, my whole bag is he's got, he's got titles. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's, it's officially unofficial. That's pretty cool. It's been a crazy week. So everybody's been so receptive of this 100 miles, 100 holes golf challenge on Hadrian's wall that like, there's a there's a, a shopping center down the road for me called Trago Mills. They're hooking us up. They've got everything you can possibly imagine. Buffy Trace. Like a like a sporting goods. No, it's an everything store. Oh really? It's an everything store. Like I don't even know what to compare it to in the states. Um, like a Target. No, like I mean, it, it makes Walmart look small. And better, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I will when when we do a read in a few weeks, I will do a read on them because I just love talking about them. Uh, but they hooked me up for all my camping gear today. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Buffy Tracy Golf Center. You know, I talk about them all the time. I love that place. That's my home course. Um, they're helping home me. away from home. Home away from home. They're technically inside my bubble. I think we made that <laughs> we made that assertion today that my bubble consists of home, the pub. Trago yeah. Mills and the golf club, like four places in a bubble. There you go. Yeah, so you just I'm, need a bubble. I, yeah, just so I'm, I'm, I'm good with all of that. I've got my bubble set, um, 
And then, yeah, well, I mean, like Mike, Mike at the pub, um, he's helping us out as well. He's, he's on the sponsorship deal as well. Um, if you have not checked out the YouTube page, we do an introduction to this whole thing. So yeah. it's like an eight minute video. Check it oh, out. Sweet. It had me pumped up. Yeah. So we're so pumped up for this trip. I think I may actually go walking before I try it just to see what happens. We're going to see how much camping gear we can fit into the golf bags this week into the golf bags yeah that'll be interesting um and then and then um yeah and then the adventure starts in t-minus 28 days yeah so yeah just just uh it's so much fun it's so invigorating it's really like i was feeling a bit anxious about it yesterday and today like really anxious and i think i just got to remember like i'm the only person who has expectations for Mm-hmm. Like I'm the only person who's like wants it to be like everybody else is just sort of like go have fun, like do what you're gonna do, and I just got to be like yeah all right. So that's that's what I'm up to this week in golf. We will see you next week. Thank you for hanging. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's it. That's it. So news. Have you got any news? Uh, well, I have two things. They're not really new. Well, I guess one's news, but the WGC HBC Invitational has been canceled. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was due for October. That's that's been ripped out of the schedule. Yeah. Um, and basically, my favorite news of of the past few days is is Phil firing off a uh, basically a, a love letter of a tweet to Tiger Woods in the middle of the night. <laughs> Why is that like? I miss you, man. We used to be best friends. Now I'm on the Champions Tour, and I don't see you anymore. It almost comes off like everybody's kind of spinning it like um, actually kind of the way I just said it. Yeah, I just realized, that, first of all, I'm not wearing a hat, so I'm going to lean over. That's fine. We're gonna, since you're not allowed to talk about what I play with on the podcast, <laughs> That's I'm a, just going to represent. Just I just have rep. hats lying around. That's how many yeah. hats I have. I do, too. I've got like a um, desk. Yeah, so – everybody's kind of spinning it like it's a love letter to tiger woods um but it to me i like to read it as tiger woods feels like or uh phil feels like he has gotten more out of tiger woods than the numbers would suggest you know because he thanks him for uh all that he's done for the game and that he's gotten so much out of it but i hear like tongue-in-cheek I'm I'm still doing better than you, even if the even if the world's not going to agree with me. Yeah, I mean, I so I saw it like one is like I saw it as like a a bit of a thank you, right? Like I I yeah. will soon be moving on to the championship tour. It almost read like like it's like it's a farewell, he's, like he's retiring. It was very <laughs> very weird. Um, but I think it's twofold. I think Phil's like, well, there's two weeks where nobody's talking about me. <laughs> let me make oh, this good. about me again <laughs> um and i i think the other side of it is yeah i think it's a bit tongue-in-cheek i think it's one of those things like phil recognizes that he wouldn't be like where he is without tiger in terms of right. like We've financial wealth yeah yeah but yeah. like there, there are like two or th- you, you can't talk about Tiger Woods and not talk about Phil Mickelson. Like the rivalry is real. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It, it also, and I, I guess I should have mentioned 
the, my third thought, uh, which isn't as um, solid as the first two, yeah. but it almost feels like he was drunk yeah. and was talking about Tiger Woods or was watching the it, golf it felt like It felt like an ambient-fueled tweet. <laughs> You're like, Roseanne, Roseanne, get yeah, off your really phone. Did. He's like, you know, if I could use a prop here in the camera for nobody to see on a podcast, he's like, you know, eight whiskeys down and goes, yeah. oh, I love Tiger Woods. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I think I think the other thing is, I think you're right, though. Like, Phil doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't. Um, I, like, and because I think for as many people who came out of, like, how many new people who came mm-hmm. out of the woodwork and love Tiger Woods and how much – like so, Tiger Woods expanded the game. Absolutely, right. But yeah, well, when you talk about expansion, you you talk about you you almost put like Bobby Jones and yeah. Arnold yeah. Palmer, Arnold Palmer and for Tiger, sure, yeah, Tiger and Tiger Woods all in the same conversation by yeah what they did to blow up the game. I would say the only like I would say maybe um, the shark, the great white shark, Greg Norman. Mm-hmm. Just because he expanded it so much, I think he had to get it a ton internationally for it. Gary Player did the same. Yeah. Um, but no, I think. But I think the other side of that is for every every two new golfers Tiger Woods brought to the game, there was a steadfast traditionalist who just wanted to see Phil pummel Tiger at every opportunity. Well, so you bring up a good point because, and I'm I, not talking here. about BLM. I'm not talking about socioeconomic stuff. Talking about just no, like no, no. traditional golfers who are like, he's he's working out too much. Golf isn't well, about it, fitness. Like golf is about. Well, he's almost kind of like he's he's kind of like when uh, when Ricky Fowler showed up. Yeah, a bunch of kids were like, "Whoa, I golf." I'm gonna wear cool. I didn't know this could. Yeah, I didn't know this could be like that. That's I didn't know we fun. could all be Puma athletes. Yeah, who knew, right? But <laughs> you know. <laughs> And admittedly, that's where my son fell in love with golf. Yeah. Watching Ricky Fowler. And Ricky Fowler yeah. wasn't even that good when he started watching. He still him, doesn't have a know? major. He was just flashy and it was cool. Yeah. And he was that fun kid. Tiger did that for a lot of people who just weren't interested in golf. Yeah. Uh, like Tiger Woods, it was like, it was like you can sort of, if you put all of your time and energy. Shot. Yeah. yeah. If you put, and you could crush everybody. It was a bit, you know, it was like Michael Jordan, right? It was like, like oh, oh wow. yeah, like, wow, this is a like, competitive sport. Yeah. He's dunking from the foul line? Wow. Like, that. I mean, yeah. yes, that, that hole-in-one yeah. on 16 at the Phoenix Open before it became the Waste Management. Like, that was, that was, yeah, and, you know, winning Augusta by so much and winning at Pebble Beach by so much. That was like dunking from the foul line. Everybody came out of the woodwork. But I do feel like there was, I mean, I know this. There's so many people who are like, I mean, you have, it's it's like Phil or Tiger, Tiger or Phil. And that was a conversation for 20 years. Yeah, it's weird because I'm. Like maybe Phil's even 30 now. Favorite, well, Phil's my favorite player yeah. ever yeah. in history. Phil Mickelson yeah. is my guy. So I will always be like, oh, well, what if Tiger wasn't around? I'll always back yeah. Phil in these conversations. But you're right. People lose the sight of. <laughs> there's there's a that fly on the so camera. On, that is so on brand. It's a fly on the camera. <laughs> I love it. 
let me try and reel myself back. Welcome, here. welcome to the swingdom. Well, uh, the swing them. Well, no, no. So this is the thing. Right? Land on I I root <laughs> for Tiger over Phil unless it is the USGA Championship. Then mm -hmm. I because I want Phil to have. I think Phil should be more important to the game than it is. But it, who would I rather play a round of golf with? Phil, 90, 99 times out of a hundred. Yeah. No. So that's what that's what I'm. But what most people do is lose sight of Phil Mickelson when they're in the corner of Tiger Woods. Yeah. And we, we, you and I do a really good job of making sure both guys get credit. Yeah. Uh, where credit's due. And that's feel, but not giving each other credit's really what fuels this rivalry even to today. And they're yeah. non-competitive towards each other. Like Tiger has like that we, chip on chip on his shoulder. Like nobody takes me seriously. And Phil has that chip on his shoulder. Like nobody takes me as seriously as Tiger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, Tiger says nobody thinks I can do it anymore, and and wins Phil's, the Masters. <laughs> yeah, and wins the Masters, and Phil says, "Fine, I'll play for for ten million dollars straight up. Let's go do this." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Like, yeah. Um, the only bit of news I have is Sophia Popov. Mm -hmm. She got two years of um. She's got two years on the on the LPGA. Yes, she gets like five like five times she five years into the into all the majors. Good. Um, and she gets to play, and I didn't know this was a rule, but she gets to play in the British Open until she's sixty. In the British women's British. Yeah, Open and the women's British. No, no, the women's British Open. That's because. Six screwed up so bad they no, gave no, all this, this stuff. This is this is a moderate correction from last week. This isn't moderate. Are you telling? No. We didn't even know if she could even defend her championship. No, no. Last so that's week. what I'm saying. Is like I looked it up after the show because I was like, I don't know how much of what I said I just made up. Um. So yeah. So she's got 60 years in the women's the AIG Women's British Open. Like not 60 years because I would make her like oh she until she's 60. Um, and then the other side of that is, I think the, the biggest thing is that she's not going to be able to play in the, a, the ANA inspirational, which is like the, mm -hmm. the, the women's biggest major on us soil. Um, mm -hmm. and that's because like the masters it's, it's a Daniel Berger situation. So they set mm -hmm. the field cause they were like, well, technically this is last year's fields and they deserve a shot. You'll like, if you, so they're already talking about getting her in next year. But that was the big screw up was like, they're not putting her into the next major, even though she won this major. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's just a massive lack of foresight. It is. Well, not only is it a massive lack of foresight, but it's not like their season was put was so flipped around and they no. rescheduled everything. I mean, they you know, did. they, yeah, they, they changed, did. they shuffled the schedule. They yeah. just paused it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know? I'm, I'm so always like, take... I, I'm not saying take out one person. I'm just saying add, like, add to them. Yeah. Like, tell somebody add to, to get, tell, tell somebody to get up 15 minutes later or, or go out 15 minutes later. Because right, let her play by herself in the first group. Yeah. And be like, oh, can you be there? You know, normally first tee time is at eight. Can you be there at 7.50? Yeah, just be like, off sure. at seven fifty. You play by yourself. Bring whoever you want. Make it a foursome. <laughs> yeah, just friends. Who cares? Yeah. 
I'm sure I'm sure Sophia Popov would play at six thirty in the morning if she got to play in the A and A. Yeah, yeah. I would. I, yeah. If somebody let me play in the Masters and they said your tee time's three fourteen a.m. Yep. I have sure I have glow balls and a headlamp. Yeah, I don't even care how bad I play. Am I playing yeah. in the Masters? You're darn right, I'm in. <laughs> I think the other problem is then you'd be playing at like five forty-five p.m. the next day. <laughs> I don't care it. about that either. Am I playing in the Masters? You're like, fine. I played yes. the back nine in the light, and I played the front nine in the light. I'm just going to count those Easy. two eighteen holes. I'm going home. I've seen the whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's really it for news. Rory still hasn't had his baby girl yet. He's still claiming that he's going to leave if he gets the phone call. Um, this isn't really – Ed Sheeran had his baby? That's not golf-related. Not golf-related, It's but it's name-related. Lyra Antarctica is her name. Antar- no, like, I, I, don't, like, I don't mind Lyra. I like Lyra, but Antarctica? The Antarctic. That's a bit like we were naming babies after golf yeah. courses. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I was like, I was like, that's we were at the dinner table, and I was like, I was like, Trump National. <laughs> this is going to be Robert Trent Jones Jr. Sheeran. <laughs> this hi, my name is Ben Raspberry Falls Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lake of the Woods. <laughs> My name is just Somerset Lake. Farms. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. There's a million of them. The Gauntlets. <laughs> Those are just a lo- like local. If you can, send, Ridge. yeah, send us send us your best golf course baby name. And when Gunner has his next child, we will we will name them that. That's right. <laughs> All right, we're doing a read. You want to do the read? I'll do the read. You can do the read. All right. Read. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our yeah. sponsors. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Swingdom. I am Ben. Well, you've been you've been here at the Swingdom. This is a new read. I'm making it up as I go along. We decided to hike Adrian's Wall, which, if you don't know what it is, check out history through a house. It is the border wall that the Romans built. Yes, I said the Romans between England and Scotland in the first four centuries of this millennia. Facts. Scotland. It, yeah, what I did I say Scotland between England and Scotland? Yeah. yeah, and it spans coast to coast. So we will be starting at Bowness on Solway, and we will be hiking 84 miles that the trail is, plus playing 100 holes of golf. So I'm assuming that'll make it over 100 miles of walking, and end up in Newcastle on Tyne at Walls End Golf Course. That's where we're going to finish the day, uh, not the day. The, that would be crazy if we did that in the day. We're gonna we're gonna finish the week. Um, Right now, we are being supported by the Polk Arms, Bubby Tracy Golf Center, Trago Mills, Puma. Um, and we are doing all of this in charity of Rowcroft Hospice, which is a lovely, uh, they do hospice services down here in the Southwest, and the Golf Foundation, which is, if you're in England, you know the Golf Foundation. They help get youngsters into golf and keep them in golf. Um, if you don't know what, it's a bit like the first tape. It's the RNA's like it's the RNA's version of the first tee. Well, it's the Golf Foundation, which is supported by the RNA, the first tee. Um, so yeah, so we're going to be splitting the money 50-50. If you would like to donate, um, check us out. We are at virginmoneygiving.com. Uh, dot com. 
slash 100 miles, 100 holes, whatever is given to that website, we will be giving directly to the charities themselves. Um, check us out on the YouTube channel because the YouTube channel will be getting us. You'll be getting a video diary of the entire thing. And on Instagram, we'll be Instagram living a bunch of it. So Gunner couldn't see what it's like. We had a suggestion from Mug Dad. Mug Dad says you should walk 100 miles on a treadmill in a week. With my golf bag? Yeah, and play, uh, no, just your Xbox controller. And, and play, <laughs> play, and play a hundred play holes. And play 2K21. <laughs> I could do that. And play a hundred holes. A yeah. treadmill and 2K. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, uh, since these are, I think this is the first time this has ever been done. I'm going to come in with the lowest score. A hundred holes. I'm going to say that it's probably going to be somewhere around 500. Yeah. And I think should. Adam is going to come in with the highest score ever. I think that's going to come in around 700. You know what you should do? You should make a scorecard that combines all the scorecards of the places you're, the you're playing. Yeah. The book. Yeah. And we'll post that up and we'll keep everybody's score. What I'll do is and I'll just send you the photos and then you can keep it. Yeah, I'll do that. And then yeah. I'll score them as stroke play, match play, and Stableford, and we'll see where everybody lands. Yeah, so if you, if you guys can donate <laughs> anything, it's more than appreciated. We love doing the podcast. We just thought we'd do something back for golf um, and do something for our community here in Devon. Um, yeah, thank you guys for, for putting up with this, this read. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner at Gunner Kane. That's us. Hey, that's us. We're um, in this podcast. We're doing this podcast. That felt weird. You don't like talking about yourself? No, I love we talking about myself. I don't week. I I think it's the I think it's the like asking for money thing. I'm not really but it's not for me. So I feel good being like We're not asking really for money. No. We're asking for help to give back to your community. Yeah. And to the thing that we love the most, which is golf. So we want to get, I mean, you know, like we, we get people involved in golf all the time. All the time. Like it's our favorite thing to do is to be like, oh, you've never played golf. What are you doing tomorrow? Well, that's, that's kind of one of our main talking points when we first met was, yeah. hey, we both love golf and we encourage everybody else to play. Yeah. We should at play that together. time you were, you were getting Simon into golf. I was getting a ton of, yeah, I, was, yeah. I get a ton of people. I have a, I have a workshop where I, where I do all my club building. Yeah. It's filled with just uh, stacks of clubs. I have an unlimited supply of golf clubs of garbage that I just give to people. Well, mine's the same. I just yeah. get them at thrift stores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. All right. So it is time. The final. It is the final. It, they're at Eastlake. It's in Atlanta. It is. So that's a season final. This No, what? Well, no, it's this supposed is supposed to be the season final, but it's we still the, have the Masters and the yeah. USA. So this is the FedEx Cup final. Yes. For all they're, the marbles. They're playing at East Lake. In they've the ATL. Playing, been, yeah, in the in the ATL. Um, how do you how, do you know I I didn't I haven't done a whole bunch of the search on it. Do you have do you have do you have score do you have the scorecard on you? Look. This is some, I don't know the yardage they're playing. 
I would assume. We always guess it's like 73. I'm going to guess it's 73. But get this. Yeah. Because I thought this was super interesting. And this is the difference between us playing golf and them playing golf. We'll say it's 7,200 yards. They're playing it as a par 70. Okay? Yeah, that's frustrating. I hate, I'm so sick of this. Yeah. I'm not going to go on about it. But they're playing it as a par 70. I've seen the actual scorecard of Eastlake. From the tips, it's 6,800 yards, and it plays a par 72. This is ridiculous. Yeah. If they played 6,800 yards and par 72, would it just be video game golf? Yes. I mean, so this, I think this is going to be the, the, the biggest argument over the next, I'm tired of it being like, oh, does the ball go too far? Like, I think the real argument should be like, do we just accept video game golf or do we do something to stop them? Well, that's been the, that's been the argument since of going back to Tiger Woods. Yeah, I know. I get Woods that. Do we yeah. tiger proof it or do we, do we see if anybody can catch up? Yeah. Um, I guess, so this is, I mean, this is the argument I always have is like, you have, you have the guys in the, like when the NBA started, when basketball started, it was like the average height was like six foot five. <sighs> no, I'm sorry. Like the tallest guys were like six foot five. Now the tallest guys are like seven foot two and they don't have to jump anymore. They just, right. they just reach. Yeah. Like, do you make the ball smaller? Do you make, do you make the ball and the rim smaller? And then make like, do you, you bump it up to like 12 feet? I'm all in support for a 12 foot hoop. Yeah. Make the court a little bit bigger. Maybe add like a sixth and seventh guy on the court. Yeah. Well, they should extend the court to be honest with you. But yeah. We won't get into that. Yeah. This um, is a golf show. So yeah. So no, I'm with you like par 70. I, it's, I, this is how they protect the course, right? They take out the two short par fives. Because last week, no, two weeks ago, they had a 513-yard par five, and then they had a 535-yard par four. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, well, there's this dog leg, which makes it feel longer. I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, or no, I, I, I think there was like, I think there was like a river or there was like, you couldn't, you couldn't hit driver on it because there was a break in the fairway. So they made right. it a par five. And I'm just like, you like, play the course. Just play it as is. Because if you go to Eastlake, if you're a member of Eastlake, you're not playing like you're not playing with the pros play. The pros aren't playing with you. I think right. I think they should just I think we I've discussed this as well. I think they should just make it so high tech now that you just do it inside and the everything changes and the greens change and you just That's those of, fancy putting mats that they yeah, have. Yeah, the Justin the Rose hat, yeah. 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 Um I don't know. I'm like, I'm with you. Like if they're playing video game golf and it's a par 70, 7,300 holes, like you, you do one of two things. You yeah. it's video game golf, or you make it as hard as a major, like they did last week at the BMW. Right. Like we saw the two extremes in the last two weeks, Dustin Johnson shooting 30 under and then coming in second at two under four. Four under, sorry, yeah, coming in second at four under, like, yeah, bonkers, bonkers, it's nuts, yeah. So, we should get into some picks.
So well, how how are we doing picks? Because I've been I've been thinking about this. I think we should just roll with the picks as they are. We make our picks. Okay. With placements, we're going to score really high because because of the offset. Okay. And there's only 30 guys in the field. Yeah. So you got to be in the bottom 10 to not get bonus points. And we'll just roll with it and see what happens. Okay. Because if okay. we do anything else, then you just win. You do because you're so far ahead. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. And that was the point of them changing the, the, the tour championship up, right? So if anybody pulled ahead in the FedEx yeah. Cup standings, so because because you are you are because I'm winning, I should get to pick first. You get the advantage. Like Dustin Johnson, he gets to start at ten strokes under. Yeah, so it goes ten, eight, six, five, and then everybody else is at four. No, no, there's and some, then, there's not. And then there's, uh, it's, it drops down. Yeah. Well, let me pull it up. Like twenty people are at four. No, it's, it's weird. I think it's ten and ten. I think it's five, ten, and ten. It's ten, eight, seven, six, five, um, six through. Oh yeah, six through ten is four under. Eleven through fifteen is three under. Sixteenth through twentieth is two under. Twenty. First through 25th is one under, and yeah. then everybody else is even. Now, the only reason I want to go first is because I want to pick Dustin Johnson. Even though in the last podcast you said, since I'm losing, I get to go first. Yeah. You can go first as long as you don't pick Dustin Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in fairness, because we're going to keep the – to avoid you just being crowned winner and – because I said that that's why they changed up the FedEx Cup. You get to go first because you have the advantage. Dustin Johnson. So you go ahead and Dustin you pick Johnson. Dustin Johnson at 10 under. I don't, I don't think it's the smartest pick. I just rolled, I've rolled with him most of the season, it feels like. And mm -hmm. I just, I feel like it would be, you've got your horse, you take him to the Kentucky Derby, and you bet on somebody else's horse. You don't do that. I think my two other picks are going to be a bit, but yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with I'm I gotta I wanna stick with Dustin Johnson. Like I said, if you were I if if you didn't pick if you weren't gonna pick him first. Well, I for sure was gonna pick Dustin Johnson. Were you gonna pick him first? Yes. Oh, okay. He's All right. ten under par. I'm glad I cheated then. <laughs> yeah, you totally cheated. <laughs> I like, you know, last week I said, uh, roll with the ones who brought you there. Yeah. Okay. How about Which this? How about did. this? You pick two now. It'll make me feel better. You want to snake it? No. Yeah. yeah let's. And then you pick two and then I'll pick. No, no, no. You pick two. Then I get one. Then you get one. Then I get one. I, I want, weird. I want first. All right, last fine. Pick. fine. Because I don't, I just want Dustin Johnson. You can pick three now if you want. Like, <laughs> How about you take Dustin Johnson and I get six picks? Yeah, and that's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get Dustin Johnson. Like you get you get five picks, and those are our six players. <laughs> I get the rest of the top ten. You <laughs> no, so I like Dustin Johnson because I said roll with the ones who brought you there. 
You did that twice in a row. Yeah. Okay. He won. He came in second in the playoff. Unfortunately, his trajectory is clearly going down. <laughs> it's a little bit, yeah. And I don't think that Dustin Johnson can maintain it for a third straight week. And I understand that. Like, the, so that worries me. I, I am more worried about Dustin Johnson than I am hyped on him. But I think it's the smartest pick. He, pick yeah, the it's the, smartest the lead by two strokes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was Sunday and he was up by, if he was up by two, you're like, who do you want for Sunday? You're like, yeah, Dustin Johnson. Um, yeah. So two things. One is. Like, Bryson did top 10 for, like, six weeks in a row. Yeah. Dustin does not do that. Dustin he doesn't does, do that. Dustin does, like, two, like, one or two weeks, and then he's sort of, like, he's on holiday at a golf course. He's on vacation. Right. Like, so I'm not um, – and the other thing is he's not, like – he's not a redemption player. No. So, like, John Rom getting the best of him last week isn't fueling any fire. Because normally right. you'd be like, oh, like that, like that was Tiger and or Rory or Justin Thomas or Xander Schauffele or Mark Leishman or Billy Horschel or Tony Finau. Mm-hmm. You would be like, you'd be like, oh yeah, like there's there's some fire in this guy. He's gonna he's gonna get in the zone early and he's gonna stay in the zone. I feel I, I, like yeah, I feel like the zone it hurts Dustin Johnson. It really does. Yeah. But, like I said, it's the smartest pick. Yeah. And I'm really glad you brought up John Rom because yeah. he is a guy with the fire. Yeah. Who's in second in the FedEx Cup standings. Yeah. And has earned himself eight under par yeah. to start this championship. Yeah. And I think he's, I think he's primed and ready after running around the green. He's got it all out of his system. He's going to come back, rest it up, and get himself the FedEx Cup. So I don't love this pick. You don't have to love this pick. I don't, I don't like you pick. taking Dustin Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I mean, the only reason I don't love it is because is because I'm still like this season is going to be the proof of his maturity. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talked about a lot, like last year, the players, he took like a long iron out of the sand and hit in the water and lost himself. The players this year, we thought it was going to be a similar situation. He went a major, he didn't win a major this year. He won. um, It wasn't the John Deere. It wasn't the, he won a tournament this season with the 54 hole lead. And, and we were, I was my, I was worried about him, but he managed to pull that through. If he manages to pull through again at Eastlake, Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised, but at that point, I would say, look out because he's going to win a major. Like the maturity is there, the game is there, everything is there. Um, I I think he needs another five percent of maturity. Um, he's just won be- twice this year. Yeah, he's won the Memorial and Memorial. thank you, and then just the the BMW. Yeah. But he like he may have partied all this week instead of being like I've got to get ready for the biggest tournament that there is. For the biggest for the biggest check in golf, not the biggest tournament, the biggest check in golf. What well, what I'll push back with is he definitely is um, 
on an upward tick. And yeah. you remember last week, he was the best player in the field mm-hmm. for three days. Yeah. The absolute, I mean, nonstop. I, I, I was, he's, he's, no no, he's, second, he's second for a reason. He's second, Dustin Johnson he's has two wins. John Rahm has two wins. Everybody else is, is, is hoping that they take each other down and somebody else prevails. Right. That's where we're at. Absolutely. All right. right, Are you going next? No, I'm giving you the next pick. All right. You're giving me the next pick. So I'm going to back this up. And, you know, I really need the points. And so I'm going to take all the advantages I can take. I can get at this point. Yep. Um, So four strokes back from – or is it four? It's three strokes back from the leader, Dustin Johnson. I'm yeah. gonna go with Justin Thomas. That's fine. I, I feel think, like we're just we're just doing this in order. I think so too. Okay. The only reason I really like Justin Thomas, yeah, is you know his trend has been up, and I think he had a hiccup. Okay. For the past two weeks. Okay. And I think he's coming back. He lost the the FedEx. He was in the FedEx Cup. I just think it's hard ever. to. I, yeah, it's just it's like for me, it's it's yes. Upward trending this year, downwards yeah. trending in terms of playoff potential. Right, and I, I agree with that, but I also don't think three strokes back is a detriment to Justin Thomas. No, I, I agree with you. I don't think so either. Um, I'm sort of stuck between two guys. That sounded worse than it is. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, I, so I wanted, I want to pick Webb Simpson just because he's next in line. Yeah. But I don't really, I don't really want to. Uh, I know he took last week off, which I thought was a mistake, but I understand why he only lost one. She moved from basically third to fourth. Um, not my favorite move to go, oh, the playoffs are here. Like, let's, like, take, like, no. You take off You take off a week during the regular season. You take off two weeks in the regular season, so you don't have to take off one week in the playoffs. You need every right. advantage you get. And that's why I don't, I want to pick Webb Simpson because he's playing, like, the best golf of his life right now. But you're not down with the decisions he's making. Um, I'm not down. I don't think it's. Gonna, I think he's gonna. Co- I think he's gonna spend a round or two being rusty, and that worries me. But he's already in the top five, and I need somebody in the top ten, in the top twenty. Um, right. I think I'm gonna go with somebody who's only two strokes behind him. Because he's been doing well for me. He's on, he's on my list. Yeah, but he your is list is 30 players long. No, no. He's, I made sure to include him. Because you wanted to say his name? Because I knew you were going to do this. I knew I was going to put your initials next to his name. Because <laughs> so I, I wasn't going to pick him. So who is it? Dan the Van Burger Man. Dan the Burger Van Man Burger. (laughs) 
I could just see I him do. having like a bunch of food trucks like outside of golf tournaments when he when he retires from the tour. <laughs> I absolutely knew just, you were just do this. like you know handing out signed golf balls with burgers. Right. <laughs> I, I absolutely knew it. You you know I see where you're coming from with this pick. He's trending so hot. He is absolutely trending. My problem is I don't think he has what it takes when the the light's the brightest. And I know I said this last week. Yeah. But it's even brighter now. And we did see him slip last week. So my mindset isn't like – My mindset isn't for the win. My mindset is like who's going to come in third. Right. And my mindset for third place is like, you're right, like somebody who's not going to shine the brightest, but somebody who still wants to say, I deserve to play at Augusta. Mm -hmm. Get me in there. I'm I'm with you. I I see your point. Yeah. I just disagree with it completely. Okay. The same reason you disagree with John Rahm. Yeah. It's the same reason. Yeah. And the same reason you don't like Justin Thomas, it's he's. I would have hoped his. I feel like we should have only made two picks. We should have only made two picks this week. <laughs> no. No, no, like the points, man. I get, I get Dustin Johnson. You get John Rom. That's it. See you later. <laughs> That's the list. Times a hundred. Whoever wins wins out. It's <laughs> <laughs> fifty thousand bonus points. Yeah. All right. Next. I also continue to disagree with your assessment of some players. Okay. And I think that because this wasn't injury related, that it was a family matter he attended to. I'm not, I'm not against taking a week off. What was the, I missed, I missed the family matter. What was the family matter? Nobody knows the family matter. Oh, okay. He took off for family reasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause he missed his family. Cause he missed them. Yeah. Cause he was playing so good. He missed them. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to take Webb Simpson. I'm. I think the rest. This is, and you're right. It's a rest versus rust. I think I'm on the side of uh, rest. I'm going Webb Simpson, John Rom, Justin Thomas, Webb Simpson. Dance with the ones who brought you there. Webb Simpson and Justin Thomas have both got me a win this this season. Yeah. That's um, my list. Now, now we're at the next biggest issue. Mm-hmm. My last picks. Yes. I've got five guys I want to pick. Now that I now that I've got free reign, I don't think I've had free reign in a while. I mean, well, other than on this show all the time, um, I want to pick Colin Morikawa, Bryson mm-hmm. DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy, Xander Schauffele, and Abraham Answer. No. Okay. <laughs> Abraham answer played so well last week. Like he really did, but at minus one, nine strokes back. No, mm-hmm. no. Um, Xander Shoffley and Rory McIlroy. Mm-hmm. Seven shots back. Are you going to touch Rory McIlroy? Are you even going to go that route in case he, he has to withdraw? No, I should have let you. I should. I, I, I know you <laughs> really thought about it. I should. Xander Xander Shoffley, who same came so close last year, 
and couldn't pull it off. Um, Bryson, he's just he's trending down, so I'm going. I'm staying away from Bryson, but he 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 did have me an actual win this year, so thank you, Bryson, for that. Um, and Colin Morikawa, who first time major winner this year, crushing mm-hmm. it with the irons. Um, following along with you in the on the phone. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Oh, sorry. I'm like, wow, the top your hat is great. That's great. Sorry. Yeah. I'm following along with you. Yeah, that's good. Um, so so logic says not call call not Colin Morikawa. And I'm right. really between Rory and Xander Shoffley. You can go with Rory all you want. I just don't think it's smart. I don't think it's smart either. Um, I just don't want to like. I don't want to pick the top six guys because that's not who we are as a as a golf podcast. Right. That's who I am this week. That's who you are this week. You picked. You picked two, three, and four, and I've picked one, six, and I'm going to go. I'm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. All right, rock, rock, paper. I'm thinking of a number t- between one and two. <laughs> two. All right, it's Rory McIlroy. I knew it was. I'm picking Rory McIlroy. All right. I was gonna pick Go Mark ahead. Leishman, but. You know, this baby could this baby could come tonight and he'll just show up. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably like, can you hold that baby in? Because I want to I want to win my third FedEx Cup. He's just gonna tote the baby around in his bag. Amazing. I mean, the other side of it is is like if it's just for the birth, he may be like it may be overnight. It may be like, oh, like we're having the baby, it's a C-section. I'm off the course at 8:30. I need to be back on at this time. Have the baby ready for me at 9:45. I like that. <laughs> Isn't that what people like people do that these days, don't they? They do. Yeah. Like I will fly down right. to Orlando. We will have the baby and then I will fly back to Atlanta. Thank you NetJets. We appreciate it. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um yeah, do you, do you have any, any, what's low score? You know, I don't think we should do the low scores because everything's already pre-scored. Okay. Um, but I think, I think, I want to say uh, six under. Can I do a prop bet? Yeah. Oh, you think it's going to go, you think it's going to be six under? You think, you think Dustin's going to lose four strokes? Yeah. I think it's going to no, be. No, no, no. For the week? No, I, I don't want to. I thought you meant for the day, for a day. Oh, okay. But I really don't care about that this week. Okay. I have a prop bet. What's your prop bet? Two people shoot 80 or higher. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with, uh, my prop bet is going to be someone out of the top. What is it? Um, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Somebody out of the top 10 wins. So somebody from minus three or higher, technically. All right. 
wins. So Joaquin Neiman, Tony Finau, Abraham Answer, Cameron Smith, Billy Horschel. Somebody, I was going to do the top five, but I feel like that's not as proppy as top 10. I'll dig it. Yeah. See what happens. I like that. Yeah. All right. All right. Ready for the next read? Well, I, in four minutes, have to sign on to a class. All right. Ready? Short read. Quick. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Oh, you didn't hear that? Go get a hearing aid. Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. Plus one, 732-888-9000. Use the code word GOLF. Plus one, 732-888-9000. Thank you, Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunner Kane. What are you doing this week in golf, Gunner? Not a thing. All right. I am, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to play some golf. I'm not uh-huh. sure when, but I'm going to play some golf. And uh, tomorrow we're doing a, we're doing more videos on the Sky Track. We're getting mug dads, clubs gap, and doing a wedge matrix and checking out the Sky Track totally and fully. That's going to be on the YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Instagram, rate and review this podcast, subscribe to it. Um, send us an email, theswingdomofgolf.com. Go to theswingdompodcast.com. That's our website. There's contact. If you feel like contacting us through there, you can do that. And please, please, please check out 100 Miles, 100 Holes, Hadrian's Wall. Thank you so much, Gunnar, for doing this podcast with me tonight. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for being the other ha- – thank you for being this part of the swingdom. So can we – can we five-five? Oh, like I got to do it this way. Yeah, yeah. Boom. 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 There you go. All right. I can't wait to watch YouTube. Have so fun at work. I was waiting for a fly to hit the camera again. Have fun at work. Cool. I'll see you later. All right. Swing them out. Swing them You've out. Been listening to the swing them. Remember, we're just two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given. <laughs>